Crossfade. The Daily Talk Show. A conversation sometimes worth recording with Josh Jansen and Tommy Jackson. The Daily Talk Show, episode 177. Hump day. Yeah, it's Wednesday. It is. It's, uh, it's a good day. Good day to be live, Josh. What's what's the let's let's give weather chat one last crack at the <laughs> top of the show. What is the uh, weather like in Melbourne? Blue sky, cold as hell. Uh, not that you know, not cold as hell, but it, it's average. I mean, hell would be hot, I think. Yeah, I I don't think it, it's up to the Barcelona weather. Yeah, Can, well, do you actually do you say you're in Barcelona? Is that is it like saying you're in Melbourne where you are and you're outside of the city? Yeah, we're, we're outside of city. We go into Barcelona, you know, each day. But technically being in Terrassa is a tiny bit. It's like a um, 35-minute train trip to get um, to Barcelona. You can get to Frankston in that time almost. I oh, know that'd be about <laughs> 40, that'd be about 50 minutes. Um, so you're, fair, you're a fair way out. Have you been to down um, Las Ramblas? Or how, how have you said the main drag? That kind of that mate. I don't, I don't remember ship. We did. Um, Do you remember anything of your trip? No, nah, no, nah, I don't. <laughs> this is this is why you should have vlogged it just so you can remember. <laughs> I don't like. I think that um, there's definitely you know, we spoke about it er, like early on about being a bad tourist and doing um, doing things the wrong way. And um, I reckon one of them is this desire to have to remember everything or just like ticking the boxes and saying, okay, yeah, I've like, but like, I think there's a middle ground. I'm a shocker when it comes to remembering what things are, but, um, are you much of a museum goer? Uh, no, no chance. I, I mean, I, I saw, um, I needed to check out Michelangelo's tackle. So I went and saw, uh, (laughs) that in, um, where is it? Florence. Uh, the statue of David, I think it is. Yeah, and I saw him. Um, took a photo of that, and that's it. No, like I, I think I just don't like the lines, and you know, in the especially when you, I haven't been in places for a long time, so I, I tend not to take the option of, you know, just standing in long queues. Yeah. So, well, I was wrapped with um in Amsterdam. We did Van Gogh, and that was amazing. Amazing. Yeah, it was like really well organized. It had like a uh, audio sort of tour, so you would go up to each painting and it would explain where he was in his life. So that was, and I, I don't know anything about him, so um, that was good. Yeah, well, I like the architecture of Barcelona. I, I'd much, I'd almost prefer to go and look at beautiful buildings around the city than maybe look at art in a in a art gallery but then yeah. you know that's some people would hate doing what i like yeah um yeah that's a funny one um what there's an artist called basque it's Bas basque b-a-s-q-u-e-t i think it is uh mm-hmm. one of his paintings i just read just before a guy a Japanese billionaire bought it for like $110 million or something. <laughs> and I looked at the name of it, the name of the painting. It's called Untitled. Yeah. <laughs> Got a bit <laughs> lazy there. He's like, no. they, uh, yeah. Don't even bother with the name. <laughs> no, but this guy, this billionaire, 
His name's Yusaku. I think that's how you pronounce it. Japanese um, mogul of uh, fashion. Opened up a massive fashion, a retail chain or something like that. Um, made his money in clothes. Anyway, he's going to the moon. He's the first. Oh. He's the first citizen, or just um, you know, everyday punter that isn't a uh, astronaut, astronaut that yeah. has bought. I think it's just like he's he's helped fund Elon Musk's SpaceX by purchasing these tickets, and um, he bought all the seats on <laughs> on this thing. That's like full blown going. Like I respect it because it's the ultimate experience isn't it <laughs> like it's um it's not like a, a thing like it, once he goes there it's not like he's buying property or real estate on the moon he's literally yeah. spending a lot of money on a Kentucky holiday <laughs> and so he, yeah he bought the tickets and he says and he and it was so weird i was i was on youtube last night um and there was just this random video it was like elon musk makes you know amazing crazy, um, um, what do you call it, announcement. And so I clicked onto it and it was a brand new video and it was like this hour-long presentation. Him and, and Elon the dude Musk. just having a bit of weed, chatting about the moon. <laughs> no, Elon was just talking uh, about, they were just revealing this rocket, the BFR, which is, I, I, I immediately thought, what, is, what does BFR mean? And... I wrote that in Trello and you asked me before. Yeah. What, what do you think it stands for? What do you think it stands for? I mean, um, I I thought BF being boyfriend, like, cause I had no sense of what you were talking about. Didn't know it was related to the, uh, the rocket. Yeah. Oh, big fucking rocket. I think is what it is. <laughs> isn't it? Well, yeah. I think people that's assume that's what it stands for. And when you type it in, to um, Google, it comes up, you know how it's like a, a section that seems like it's a legit explanation of something. Yeah. At the top, it's like a, a top listing. And it says yeah, Google Big sort of pulls F it out. Dash, 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 ING rocket. So um, that's what people <laughs> obviously think it's fucking. But I've done a bit bit more digging and they think, people think it's frigging, stands for, yeah, big frigging nah. rocket. Big friendly rocket was another one, Big but it's it's tongue in cheek. I think Elon he knows what's up. He was um, talking about like um, asking questions. Uh, my mate who we're staying with here in Spain was telling me how much has asked you to I leave. Was asking, <laughs> <laughs> no, I was asking. Um, I was asking him what websites he visits regularly, and did one of the ones that he uses like the most, like every second day he visits it. Is Cora. Cora. Never heard of it. Cora. Cora. Cora.com. So Q U O R A is um, people asking questions. It's like the, um, the, the fancy uh, Yahoo answers. Uh, okay. So uh, I, I've just gone there. I have to sign up. So I'm not doing that. But well, I think you should because. I've been signed up for a while. I haven't gone on it that much, but you can, um, people can ask questions like, um, I'm about to go to jail in a week. What do I need to bring? <laughs> and what happens is there's, the answers aren't just like, um, say with, uh, 
like Yahoo answers. You just get dumb people responding, yeah. dumb shit and dumb questions. It's just that sort of community. Whereas Cora, people sort of um, upvote answers, but the answers are also by legit people. So you'd have like a um, someone who's a corrections officer responding make sure you get a dental check because, you know, that's really poor. Where are you going? Make sure to bring some books. Yeah. Don't you think that's pretty cool? That is cool. Uh, I don't know how many people that are going to jail. I mean, maybe if you just got in there for some, you know, uh, insider trading or you know tax evasion, <laughs> you actually were smart. Computer you hacking. Computer hacking. You, uh, you might opt for the, the old Quora. But I don't know how many actual just thieves and crooks are, are going on to this one. But I, I kind of like it. I mean, I've got a lot of stupid questions that I want answers for. Um, yeah. Throw one out. Well, I was thinking <laughs> uh, just on old mate Tesla. Yeah. I was thinking, you know, the great thing that they're doing with... Um, I was thinking, where, do this, where does the energy come from for their stations, their... their electric stations where you can fill up your car with electricity. Is it all solar powered? Is that like in between Melbourne and Victoria, uh, Melbourne and Sydney, there's a, there's like the dog on the tucker box is like the, the mark of the halfway point. And it's really mm. cool. Cause I've got out the back of the service station in this like specially, um, special area is the Tesla charging station. And I was thinking, do they have like a, cause it just looks so basic. You can't see, you know, you can't see, it doesn't look like mum's house with a, you know, big um, solar panel system up the top getting electricity. It just looks really sleek and you can't see any power anywhere, like any um, exposed sort of panels. So I was thinking, where's yeah. that power come from? Mate, I uh, reckon there's something in doing a whole series on just, it's probably already been done, but in infrastructure in general, like I just don't have a sense of like, the cables that must be under the city. Could you imagine, like, how do it, like, the whole water thing, doesn't that blow your mind that, like, <laughs> water gets piped to us? Yeah, it's crazy. I was driving down um, the beach road here in Melbourne and, I yeah, I had one of those moments where I was looking at these workers. It was about 6 a.m. in the morning and they were just doing something to some pipes and it looked extreme and I was like, Who's the bloke or the woman that has come up with, like, that technology? Who mm. invented the thing, that machine? Oh, that's right. It was a weird-looking machine that they had. This unusual fucking thing that, like, fed pipe down. I was like, who the who is that person or who is the team <laughs> that invented that to service that specific thing? There's got to be a weird. lot of trial and error involved, you would think. Well, you hope not if it's sewage involved. Yeah, no, but I'm guessing it's not. It's other places, right? It's been over years and years and years has been sort of worked out. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Slowly as we've needed more infrastructure. The uh, one thing that I'm I've not- been Googling all the, the time everywhere we go is, uh, is the water drinkable in yeah, different places? But um, I felt like a real idiot because I did it um, in uh, Amsterdam and mm. like there was just someone, like someone had asked a question. Someone's like, like, how stupid are you? Like the Dutch <laughs> invented, you know, like fucking um, 
purifying water, like or some shit. Like just saying, like, and I'm so glad that I didn't ask, like, my relative that I was catching up with because I feel like it's almost like a little bit of an yeah. offensive question. Like, yeah, so yeah like, I, there's no dumb questions. I mean, there is, and they have. Mm. There's a lot of dumb questions, but as in, yeah, it's it's okay to ask, but it's nice to just hide under the blankets when someone else outs themselves as the dummy first. Well, but mate, I think you don't want to you don't want to end up with spitty bum. Is that what yeah, you call exactly. it? Yeah, spitty bum would be a disaster. But I just everyone geeks out at different things. Like even though I'm really dumb when it comes to you know where we're um where we're going to and re- remembering names, I think about it it's like while we're traveling I'm learning different pieces of software. Like I've got a, an app on my phone that I'm using to learn stuff. It's, I think that that's like you don't need to. Don't you think there's a bit of a pressure to know everything about everything? Mm. Well, we may soon one day, thanks to Elon Musk. He's got. A, I mean, this is not just an episode spruiking his business, different businesses, but Neuralink, his company. Mm. It's like that. It's what does he talk about? Well, it's like Google uh, connect, having Google con- connected to your fucking head or whatever. Yeah, essentially. And then you wouldn't ever not know something because you could just. But unless there, the there's Wi-Fi a massive was bad. difference. <laughs> and then you're a real exactly. dumbass. Oh shit! Wi-Fi there, is down. I'm a dumbass again. Everyone gets really. Everyone gets really dumb when they go under, like a, a in a tunnel, <laughs> so, like, on a train. You want to call someone out? You just wait until you're on. You know, under the underground, but um, no, but I think the weird thing about that is like there's a difference between memory and connecting it to something versus mm. just being able to pull it from the ether, don't you think? I, I know what you mean, but maybe the problem with our brains are that we don't have enough space mm. <laughs> or we don't have enough um, capacity for you know, holding on to all of these things because there's so much information. And so if we just have access to it, if the if the problem isn't having the space, you know, having the connection to the internet, then it doesn't really matter about, uh, you know, memory on a large scale for recalling a bunch of things. Because mm-hmm. maybe you could, maybe you would have space to, maybe you'd just be holding different pieces of memory. And information. You need to be able to connect all those things up, right? Like when I was at the um, uh, conference a few days ago in Amsterdam, there was um, I was going up to all these booths and I had no idea about like what I was trying to ask. I think that's the hard thing when you – it's okay to not know something, but when you don't mm. know something en- enough that you can't – you don't even know the right question to ask, I think that that's like um, – so I'll just go up to booths where I'm like trying to understand, you know, audio, audio engineering stuff and how um, different sort of studio configurations work and how they sort of play nicely with like live streaming. I'll just be like, so tell me, <laughs> just tell me like about your product and then I'll just ask you some questions. Yeah, I, I think that's a good approach. Yeah. I mean, it might be annoying for the person at the booth. Um, well, if, if every fine. single person that they ever interact with, but I, I guess, well, I uh, sort of would explain that like, um, you know, I'm in this weird middle ground in the sense of like, I'm not TV, I'm not radio. It's sort of this new media stuff. I don't want it. Like some of their solutions, it would be like for a, um, uh, 
to set up a streaming solution. It might be $30,000 where I know that I can get the different elements and parts from say mm. a company like um, Blackmagic for maybe $10,000 and set up the same thing. So mm. there is these solutions have come up like specifically in that like camera live switching for radio yes. where what you're paying for is just an all-in-one solution that I guess the engineer at the radio station doesn't have to, you know, do a bunch of training with all of their staff on how to use it. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think you've got a great gauge of I think you imagine me there. That would have been like who's this idiot? This guy's got no clue. Do you even know where you are, mate? Fuck, I thought it was at I thought I was at um, Auto Salon. <laughs> What's Auto Salon? Auto Salon was a old school car show in Melbourne at the um and I think it's around around Australia. Oh, that's like right. Jeff's shed, the exhibition building, just was that Skyline. different to the car show? It was a car show, but I don't think it was called. It wasn't called the car show. It was called Auto yeah. Salon, and they had a magazine back when magazines were pumping, and I I used to buy them. They, and were, they were sort they of like gangster cars and shit, like a lot really uh, lowered and getting kits and shit. I mean, some call them gangsters. I mean, they're just nerds that are into cars. They're not like low rider cars, like from a gangster. Oh, sorry, movie. I mean gamers, not gangsters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, I've just found a few questions on that site, Quora. Yeah, Quora. Yeah. Um, some real. I mean, this is a re- this is a really dumb one. How do companies lose customers? Mm-hmm. Um, writing stupid questions like that. Uh, yeah, but maybe that's. I think that 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 like there's no such thing as a stupid question is true because in the sense of someone can then go into theories around what customer service is about or retention, that sort of thing. Oh, yeah. And this one, what is the opposite word for together? Separate. Yeah, separate, segment, apart, that's one of them. And I don't know if that's op- a great use because surely you can just use like a <laughs> yeah. thesaurus and... Um, what, uh, and then they, people asking for... Uh, like moments, what was the best drop the mic moment you've witnessed in a business meeting? And so it, it's a, it is a good platform to like get great stories from too. Yeah, that's cool. I well, see. This is the problem. This you've you sent me down a rabbit hole. I'll spend a solid hour on this. No, it's it's so good. Like I remember. So when I was working at Invato, I would actually use Cora to work out the most popular questions. So say around creativity, I would sort by most popular and then I would make videos specifically on those types of things and then I'd mm, post those the answers as a video so you knew that there was already a built-in audience and there was also a bit of interest that's great solid strategy yeah but I think that Cora it's a bit like I mean I've never gotten into and I've wanted to but I think that it's probably not necessarily the best habit, but Reddit. I've never been the type of, you know, there's some people who, like our mate James probably uses some of those forums and sites or whatever it is all the time. Whereas like I, I've never, like I've, I've visited Reddit maybe once a month type of deal. But there's people yeah. who it's like that's their social networking of choice, just fucking talking to strangers on there. 
So James's suggestion for us is to start our own Reddit. So like a subreddit. Yes, it's created the Daily Talk Show subreddit. Any, I mean, it would be great if that's where your audience lives. That's not a bad idea, actually, thinking about what you could do because then people could submit stories yeah. and then we could, people could basically have a hand in shaping what we're talking about. And his thinking is that he, that our audience can actually talk to each other on that platform. So you can I love that comment, idea. You can comment back to each other as people who listen to this show about mm-hmm. a moment um, and then stuff can be voted up. It is good. It's, um, I mean, it's one of those things, creating your own, you know, so that there's so many strategies if you have a creative endeavor, podcast, YouTube channel, Facebook page, um, where you can think about how do you increase your viewership, listenership, whatever it be, build mm-hmm. your tribe and go out and sort of do the mechanics and do the strategy yourself. But then when you see people who are successful in this place, people do it for them. So it's like, do you go and create it first? Do we go and do a Reddit page and get it ready? Or do you focus on building the show between you and I and it blow up and someone else does it? I don't know. What do you think about that? Well, I think that the the, probably the biggest uh, misstep I think that people make in this sort of space is they do... 10 episodes of something and then they create a Patreon and they just don't have the audience to be able to be making money. Like Patreon for people don't know is a service where people can back you. So for instance, you could say uh, every month I want to give the daily talk show $5 a month. And in return that gives you access to certain things. So we might say for $5 a month, you'll get an email into your inbox every week of the best parts of the show. Uh, For $10 a month, you'll get that plus uh, a live Q&A on Google Hangouts or something like that. But I think that people think, okay, I need this, I need that, and they add all of these bits and pieces when at the beginning they just need to – the best thing that they can do is just have an audience listening to them. Yeah. Yeah, true. But I love this Reddit idea because it reminds me, you know how when we started I referenced uh, one of my favourite shows growing up um, that was online. It was called Dignation and it was started in around 2004, 2005 and it was just a a guy named Kevin Rose who founded Dig.com and another guy, Alex Albrecht, who's sort of a gaming dude. And um, what they would do is they would go every week and they would do the top stories on dig.com. So it'd be the equivalent of today, like dig.com and Reddit were sort of competing. And um, at the time, I think dig was actually even bigger than Reddit. So if you went to a website, remember how you would embed a like button on an article or something on a blog post? Yeah. Do you remember that? So like especially for me who was like making like I had a blog, you'd have like these social buttons where uh, people couldn't just share the the um, post but there was a time where I think they may have shut it down. I haven't seen it in a long time. But you'd actually be able to like a blog post of being away from Facebook and yeah. 
there was a button that was a dig this button. And so you'd it'd be basically like submitting it to dig or sort of upvoting it. Anyway, cool. so yeah, so Dig Nation would just do the top store every week. They would just cover the stock, the top stories on Dig. So the equivalent of us going on to Reddit and doing the top stories. <laughs> yeah, it's a. I mean, learning Reddit is another thing. I don't think it's too too hard. Have you spent much learn. time on Reddit? Yeah, I mean, I uh, like as I said, not not too much, but it's a very easy platform to understand you've got categories that are like subreddits and so you could be in the subreddit that's you know documentaries or subreddit like filmmaking or podcasting and you can see everyone talking i think that part of the risk with some of these things is you can I'm not into like the conspiracy th- i'm guessing jimmy gets right into like the conspiracy theorist subreddits um, I'm sure he's dabbling there. Yeah, and um, I think that maybe that's um, a little bit harder. I think that maybe this sort of community, like it thrives with that sort of stuff. But um, maybe yeah, I, I, like I, I'm just looking at Reddit now and I maybe I know I've felt this in the past when I've gone to the site. Um, it's not a visually appealing, visually appealing website like it's it's text heavy it's like the old format blog yeah. sites um but that's or the, sometimes like the, the rfs best. feeds yeah 100 percent for this kind of information but yeah. it's i know that my, it's probably a bad habit but like you know it's like looking through a newspaper and you're kind of just flicking the pages until something grabs your eye and it's most likely some image so you're relying on it not not the written form to capture your attention whereas these are very much you're reading. You have to read all the headlines. Like this oh, one headline. Be okay. Not really, Joshy. <laughs> I need a handhold. Um, number one. This is this is number one on Reddit homepage. Yeah, and it's been voted twenty three thousand times. In houses where household disinfectants are used at least weekly, babies have different gut bacteria and are more likely to be overweight at age three. And that's from the medicine category. Interesting. So I'm just, I'm looking at my account and it says, um, I'm, uh, it says your account is too new to create a subreddit, which is fucking, it's definitely not too new because I've probably had it since for like 10 years, but, or maybe like maybe six or seven years. Uh, Cause I, that's right. When I was working on um, <clears throat> Fifi and Jules, the radio show, that was sort of a tactic. Was if we had any big guests on, you'd go on to sub, uh, you'd go on to Reddit, and you would you would add it. But um, let's get uh, let's get Jimmy to get uh, uh, the Daily Talk Show subreddit because he'll have I, enough points. No, I don't think he does. I don't think he actually si- signs in. Are you fucking kidding me? The, I don't think he likes to sign in. I don't think because okay. you. To reply, like you can go on as a user without logging in, I think. Mm-hmm. And um, it's more just to actually interact and stuff. I'll have to yeah. double check, but I'm pretty sure he, um, I asked him at that point, he smashed his phone on the table and started <laughs> hitting it with a hammer and said, they're listening. No, I'm joking. <laughs> that, that would be something. I love you, James. Talking about the phone, are you updated to iOS 12? No, I haven't yet. I um, Should I? 
it's awesome. I love it. And it doesn't feel like for the first few seconds, it like took a little bit to swipe across. Like it seemed a little bit delayed. I'm like, ah, fuck you, Apple. But um, <laughs> Looking after out. that, the um, actually my favorite feature, this is a, the number one thing so far, is it has integration for services like LastPass. So you know how um, Apple has Keychain and you'd be able to just access your password from Keychain? Yeah. So I didn't want to use Apple's Keychain. That's not where all my passwords are. My passwords are with LastPass. And so now you can go to – if you go to a website, you can – there's a little button that says passwords on the top of the keyboard a keyboard you click on that and then it logs you into LastPass. you use your oh. thumbprint and it auto fills that's sick yeah that's so much easier because i mm. yeah i use LastPass too to be honest and the other th- i just um somehow i have heaps of passwords in that keychain or whatever it is i didn't even know what was happening <laughs> yeah i don't like like oh. i would like to clean that shit up even after getting the um that email with with the password, I was like, I mm. need to. Um, there's probably half a dozen accounts that I still have that are super old that I've just never updated. So I just want to go in and I'm going to create new passwords for all the other stuff as well. Yeah, I think it's you know that requires some dedicated time, sitting down, like locking your time out and. <laughs> Almost creating a spreadsheet. Because if I look in my LastPass, the mm. amount of different things that I have a password for, it's only until you start keeping those, having a service like LastPass, that you realize, holy shit. No one, like, no one, no one could remember that except Todd, Todd Sampson. <laughs> yeah, Todd Sampson. But he's not going to be around just to remember our passwords, I don't think. That'd be handy. <laughs> I don't know if he'd be into it. He was on a show called Brain Training. Well, he has. He had a TV show called Brain Training. Train your brain. Train your brain. I think. And he's got what's Re- he? I can't remember. Retrain your brain. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. Very remember good. Remember the whole brain de- elasticity or whatever you call it. Yeah. He he re- learned legend. how to remember a whole deck of cards in the order that he was shown. So cool. He's either got some sort of memory show. Or he's just bought a uh, magic trick from Penguin <laughs> Magic. <He's laughs> How, how's, um, just quickly, 7-Eleven video, how's it going? Uh, oh, yeah, I didn't get to that yesterday, but I, I did post it, um, mm-hmm. blown it wide open. The video, um, in short, is basically showing that 7-Eleven have a range of coffees, one, two, and three dollars, and each of them are different sizes, medium large, supersized, and me and Ryan John, we bought a supersized, the $3 one, and then had a cup, which was the $2 cup, and the $3 coffee fits into the $2 sized coffee. So it's like, why are you paying the extra dollar? Um, Have you had is, anyone comment with a theory on what why that's the case? Uh, no, but I did message... 7-Eleven. Mm. I sent a, I sent this message this morning to 7-Eleven and said, hi, I'm just wondering why a $3 coffee fits into a $2 cup. Please explain. Yep. Thanks. <laughs> and, and they, they wrote back. back yet. No, they wrote back. And here's the thing. they I posted the video onto my in Instagram as well. 
and I, I got a resp- I got a message back. I didn't even, that was I tagged them in the post, right? But I didn't send a direct message like I did on Facebook. They wrote back to the Instagram account first, and then I saw it come up in my Facebook account, and they just copied and pasted. They they literally copied and pasted exactly what they wrote on the Insta. So you can tell it's such a generic response as well. Have do you listen. think we can talk yet about the copy and paste incident that we had yesterday or, do, or is, it, is <laughs> nah, that too fresh yet. with clients? We'll tie okay. that. We'll, we'll draw that one out. Let, let that <laughs> still playing out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which, uh, it's a daily talk show, everyone. Oh, hang on. I've got to read 7-Eleven's response. Oh, yeah. What Yeah. What do they say? So, so mine was just asking. Can I just quickly you know, say how I'm doing that a lot? I'm getting to the daily talk show happy. Yeah, you so are. Yeah, it's, um, need to fix it's that a good up. name. Uh, I yeah, know you just... like the name. <laughs> uh, that was it's actually it's a tick now. You just say the Daily Talk Show. Yeah. I keep thinking you're finishing the show. Far out. Um, so Seven Eleven said, 7 Eleven's coffee is outstanding value for our customers. Simple one dollar, two dollar, three dollar price points based around industry standard cup sizes. Depending on the product the customer selects, there are different ratios of coffee, hot milk, and milk foam. And the foam does settle over time. That was it. Yeah, sure. I mean, <clears throat> do you think that that sort of puts an end to the it being blown right out? Does that, that sort of make sense, I guess, doesn't it? I mean, for me, I don't think it, it doesn't satisfy me. Well, it's like um, literally you're paying an extra buck or whatever for the foam if you like foam you get that it's like if you um a large coffee if you want a stronger coffee you don't get a large you would get a small with it like a double shot yeah um and then yeah i mean people are getting into it on my insta saying writing to 7-eleven assuming you're one Assume, assuming your one dollar, two dollar, and three dollar is an industry standard, small, medium, and large. What are the cup units in regards to volume in milliliters? <laughs> I mean, this is this is the conversation. This is the fight I've picked. <laughs> Can you actually uh, maybe give it a crack with uh, McDonald's? I want to say McCafe. Do they? Does the same shit happen with them? Well, they're machine, so you could just say you want it filled higher if if they f- fucked it up. Um, you know, what do you mean? Uh, seven, well, Seven Eleven are DIY machines. Yeah. At McDonald's, they're baristas, mm-hmm. so they're like, so there's there's not a comparison to McDonald's, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Um, because are it's there not any the other same. big companies doing the the machines? Coles, yeah, they're okay. doing it too. Okay, so you got so, to blow so we, that one right open. We could come down hard on them. Maybe wait until Amy uh, decides to move on for her current job with yeah. her client. <laughs> yeah, definitely this, true. This is how the, you can tell that I'm slowly getting back into to work because all of a sudden we're starting to think about all of our clients and all the shit that we can't say anymore. Yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> but um, can I say the daily, it's the daily talk show now, do you think? or Yeah, go, go for it. And it's the daily go. talk show, everyone. Do you know what we haven't plugged in a while? The email address, hi at thedailytalkshow.com. So um, um, and the I'm very keen to, I'm keen to get this subreddit going. I think that's an awesome way to actually manage what we talk about. Like just as a yeah. way of 
each day we can go in and pick bits and pieces. And I oh, here you go. I've got a cake. My cake day for um, my Reddit account is actually um, July 21, 2011. That's when I signed up to Reddit. Apparently my account is still too new to create a subreddit. <laughs> how, the, how old do you have to be? Early yeah, adopters it's only. it's seven years old. So I, my guess is it's probably just because my activity, I've literally posted yeah, one, yeah. two, three, four things on my account. Well, well, hurry up and start trolling a few more people and then they'll okay, allow it. Perfect. All right, well, I'll, I'll try and work this out because by tomorrow I want us up and running with a subreddit because I think that's Jimmy. a um, – I love that idea, Jimmy. Let's make it happen. It's a daily talk show. Have a good one. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye.